as your world has expanded quite a lot these last two years, you've been taken to a different plane, a different place. And the stony floor and walls and the chains hanging from the ceiling has been traded with a living room, kind of resembling the one that you were initially introduced for. You have the stove, you have the bookshelves, all the books. You have a warm sensation of candles being lit every night. And also the windows. You've been hearing the birds singing. And as you look out, you look out into a forest. You have been learning how to read and being successful with it. You have learned about the different kind of trees, the animals that live in the forest, as you've seen them. The foxes, the birds, the squirrels. And every once in a while, you have been visited by the same individual that has been speaking to you. Being very careful to lock the door behind him every time he walks out. This has been your world for the last two years. Not trapped, just introduced to something entirely different. You have seen seasons gone by, snow into spring and the birds coming back into the heat and warmth of the summer as the leaves fall in the autumn being replaced by snow once again. How do you think you like feel to this? What's, what's your thought? Um, first a few questions I think. Yeah, go for it. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, do I feel like uh like when I feel that I have learned something and studied something and understood something, mm-hmm. have I felt that I have been given more things to explore? Or do I, have I felt frustration that, okay, I get it. I get this room. I get this thing now and give me more and I haven't gotten any more. I think maybe this is the time where you start feeling that once again. Like the same amount of like, now you feel complete. You know this room, as you said, you, you, you feel like there's nothing more to learn here. Mm. And even though from, some time, uh, from time to time, uh, the man has come with new books and new things for you to learn. Mm. Um, like about history, about kings, about stories, um, about dragons, about all kinds of things that that is impossible for you to understand. But you feel like you do have a grasp of the meaning of it. Mm. And now it just feels like you want to take it to the next step, so Mm. to say. Okay, so and this is the first time I felt that because previously, uh, as soon as I've begun to feel this feeling, 
I have been introduced to something uh, radically different. Exactly. Okay. And also, do I still sustain myself from my own slime? Um, yeah. Okay. You haven't been, like, given anything else. And a question that, that I just want to ask, but I, I suppose I know the answer to already, is mm-hmm. that in this room, this is not the same room that I, we ended last episode, and this is a new room, and, no. I can, and I can feel, I can touch things here. Exactly. Yeah. It's basically a replica of the, the, the other room, but now it's actually a real room rather okay. than an illusion. <laughs> yeah, so the other one was a replica of this room. Rather. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. And the windows, they, can I open them? Can I, can I, I guess they're barred? I can't. They, they are barred, yeah. um, yes. But you can, you can still like, uh, open them um, like inwards mm. and you can like, reach your hand out like mm. between the bars, but mm. you can't really get out, so to say. I think that if I've read all the books that are there, I think that what what really, really fascinates me are the creatures that I see outside. Mm-hmm. As you said, the foxes and the birds and, and the other animals, uh, and maybe people as well, I don't know. Uh, but but these other creatures, they are what, what, what really fascinates me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think I can really get bored uh, because I I feel that I feel an affinity with them, mm-hmm. being like a sentient being, and I think that I I want to try and and see because you said the birds they're flying, and yeah. I want to see if I can fly as well, and I yeah. I try I try to fly inside the room, and I I I walk on all fours like like the foxes do, yeah, and 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 I. There's no no people. No, there's no people. You ha- you have like the only actual person you have seen is like the man that visits yeah. you from time to time. Yeah. Okay. 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 So then I try and mimic the 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 the, the animals basically, mm-hmm. and and of course also try and mimic him, but he hasn't done much except stand and talk. But I think I've been trying to practice talking like he does. Yep. Because I, I read in the books that people talk to each other. That's yeah. how they communicate. I know that he could read my mind because I, the first thing I did wasn't speak to him. I, I thought a thought, and then he exactly. could understand that. And uh, but but I read through these books that talking—that's how other sentient beings have, communicate with each other. So I want to learn how to talk, and I, I practice talking. I try to talk like him. And you like recite, like the stories of the kings and the the knights, and especially one with a knight and a princess. It's almost like a child story, really. But but you you try to imitate the different sounds that you think, even though they might be completely wrong. You try to give like voices to each and every character. Mm. Mm. and tr- trying to recite the entirety almost like a play rather than a book mm. and trying to to feel what they feel when they are sad you have read about sadness and happiness and fear and terror and you're starting to get the grasp of like each different emotion mm. Mm. 
And one day, as this individual has been visiting you, just eyeing you, basically, when you do your everyday things, and then leaving, you notice that the click that usually the lock emits is not happening. Maybe he forgot. Maybe he left the door open. Hmm. I go up to the door and I... I've seen him... And I, I, of course I've tried, like, trying to open it, even though it's been yeah. locked. I, Since I examine everything I see, I, I want to understand everything. I think I understand the concept of a lock and I... I, yeah, you do. I hearing the or rather not hearing the, the click I go up to the door and I I think I open the door I think I go I go to the door I try to open it and if it opens I just yell lock lock the door and as you open the door the man is no longer there maybe he vanished maybe he has gone into the forest really fast. But what hits you is the smells of the forest intensifying like your senses and like the the hearings of the flies, the bees, and this warm summer afternoon. You're standing alone in the doorway, looking out to the forest. I try and look, look, look around me for a key. No key to be found. This is supposed to be locked. Not good, not good, he forgot. And I yell, hey, master. You did not lock the door. Master. There's some sc- scattering in the bushes as two birds fly away. I don't think I... Hmm. Yeah, but I've read books, so I understand the concept of forgetting. But I don't think... I, I, I think my view of him is that he is omnipotent, so I don't think that he would forget. My conclusion is that he must have left it open for me. And he has seldom given me instructions to explore. But he has always given me praise when I have explored. Yeah. So I think that that I just... Yeah, I just suppose that he expects me to go exploring. Mm-hmm. And I think the first thing that that hits me is the the feel of grass under my feet as you take the first step out yeah yeah and it it's tickles soft. yeah and yet tickly yeah exactly and it smell the smell of, of of the grass is just and i bend down and i i realize that there are creatures living down here minuscule creatures ants and other insects and 
they haven't been very frequent in in this in the books I've read. So I, I immediately immediately take a huge interest in this because I haven't seen ants and other insects from my windows. So I, I bend down on all fours and I smell the grass and I I look at the insects and I, I, I take an ant, I pick it up and see it, I, I watch it run over my fingers and I turn my hand over so it runs on my palm and I, I watch it and I close my fist and open it and the squashed ant is, is lying there and I watch it I smell it. I taste it. Hmm. You get a first sensation of what sour tastes like. Hmm. Mm, this taste is so different. A new taste. That's incredible. A new taste. I, I start picking up more ants and squashing them and eating them. But I, I, also, I also think that, okay, they were running around, and as I squash them, they stop moving. And I know about, I know about death from the books I've, I've read. And I realized that, okay, I've, I've made them die. I, I've killed them. How does that make you feel? Having, being a creature that has been spending a lot of time thinking about existence, I think it affects me in a way that I... Yeah, there's a balance between relishing in the new tastes and, and exploring this new thing, but also, but also sadness. Yeah, I think I experienced sadness for the first time as well. Mm. Because I know that death is finite. I know that death is is absolute. And I've caused this. So I think I, I eat only maybe four or five of them before I start to feel bad conscience. And mm -hmm. I stand up and I run out to explore the rest of this incredible world that I've been allowed to to go out into. Yeah, talk about a little bit from like flashbacking to the last episode. This is a fucking big world compared to that big world that you Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and the first thing that you really hit when you hit like the edge of the forest, just pacing like 10, 15 feet along the grass, you can see a large bush with thorny, like, vines and also reddish berries. And you look upon them and you recognize the form and the shape of them as raspberries. Yes, raspberries. I read about these. They are supposed to be tasty. And I try one, immediately. And here you get a little bit of that 
sour taste, but mostly a new taste of sweet. Yeah, I'm going to spend a lot of time by that bush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, greed, this is greed, for me. <laughs> greedily eating these raspberries. Yeah. And you do. And when you pick out the last raspberry from the bush, you can see how a four-legged creature is standing maybe 50, 60 feet away from you. You can see a slender head with large horns building up a beautiful, almost like a crown as it just seemed to be watching you. I look at it, I study it. I study you its think anatomy. You have read about this. Yeah. Must be a deer, I think. Yeah, the resemblance is seemingly a deer. Yeah, it's a deer. Seen pictures of him. They're supposed to be incredibly fast. And I want to see if if the tales are true. I've maybe seen a deer a few times from my window. And I think, yeah. Yes, I want to try and run with a deer. So you start run? Yeah, I start running towards it and see if it, if it, if it moves. And if it, if it bolts away, I want to try and run after it. Yeah. The instant you start running towards it, you can see how it shifts its gaze like into the forest, the opposite direction, and just starts running as well. And you try to keep up, but you follow it and you see it ever so slowly getting away from you. And all of a sudden, you really don't know where you are. There's just forest all around you. The small house that you came from and stepped out of, it's gone. I don't think that bothers me that much, actually. Yeah? I think that I... Because when I was taken to the, to the, the mimic room, of mm -hmm. a living room. I was never supposed to go back to the cell. And when I got to the actual house, I never I was never supposed to go back to the mimic room. So yeah. for me, I, I just think I I I just suppose that okay, now it's time for this world. Mm -hmm. Now it's time and I Yeah, so I don't think that bothers me much. I'm not, yeah, of course I can, I do think I can feel a sense of something that has been home for me for, for a long while, uh, yeah. but I know that my purpose is to go out into this world and explore and to learn. That's, that is what the robed man wants me to do. Mm. And he will show me other worlds. If I explore this one, he will show me other worlds. I will learn new things. I will learn about new creatures. I will, I will learn about new objects, items. I will learn. 
That must be my purpose, to explore and to learn. Mm. So I don't think it bothers me that much. And I, I, just, I just roam around the forest, indulging in new, in new tastes of new berries, roots. Maybe if I find, uh, I probably try and, and chew the grass and I realize that there, there are different types of grass, grass and I, I, I find out about herbs and, mm-hmm. and, and spices. And I just, I just relish in this, in this new world of, of taste and new sounds and, yeah, seeing things that I've only read about for so long and actually seeing them, being able to touch them. Yeah, this is the happiest day of my life, for sure. And every day from that day, you learn so many new things, so many new feelings and emotions. And as you, each like tree, each animal and each different kind of root and herb that you encounter means, uh, brings so much meaning to you other than the mere words that you have read about before. And one day, maybe a month, two, later, you can hear voices. The same amount of, like, intention, but these seem joyful. You can hear laughter, you can hear different voices. Some higher in pitch, some lower in pitch. But it's coming from over there, behind those bushes. Yeah, I try and, I try and hide. And I try and listen more closely to these voices. Hey, ro- roll me a stealth. Do you want me to roll a stealth check? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Let's see how sneaky you are. <laughs> uh, stealth, if that's dex or wisdom? Uh, dex, yes. That's a natural two, so a six. Oof. Yeah, um, so you, like, try to stay low. Um, but you can't really hear anything. You probably need to get closer by this point. And as you try to sneak a bit closer, you can hear someone is shouting out, Shh! Did you guys hear that? Who's there? It is I see how four different faces four different humanoids reaching out and looking out over the bush I try and stand still like the robe figure usually does and I try and sound like him and I try to, to say do not be afraid 
I am a friend. Because I've read of friendship and I know that friends, they teach each other things and friends tell each other things. I want to be their friend because friends, yeah, friends is where you learn stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes, friend. Yes, friend, friend, that is it. You can see one of the figures that looks towards you just seemingly waves the other three down again. You see a soft characteristics of a female human. Short black hair and beautiful look to her face as she rounds the bushes you can see the purple robes with golden linings and she's holding some sort of staff as she looks towards you smiling you recognize the smile it's a warm feeling yes the robe figured has smiled at me sometimes when he's been pleased. Exactly. I try and smile back, but but I don't think it's <laughs> very pleasant to see. It, it maybe is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so xenomorph from alien smiling back, like. <laughs> <laughs> but as she walks towards you, she answers politely. Who are you? A friend, you say? Yes, I'm... I'm friend. Yes, I am friend. You can hear some whispers and mumbles from, like, the other side of the bushes where the other three are currently sitting down behind. Uh, but you don't really, like, acknowledge what they're saying. And I look at her, and I look at her robes, and I say, Are you a queen? No, dear. No queen. Princess. Just a simple cleric. Cleric, you... You help, you heal. I do? Who sent you here? Sent me, I... I... No, 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 what, nobody sent me. I... I am here. I am learning. You're learning? Interesting. You can see how she puts down her staff, lays it on the ground, and approach you very slowly. But still, she's about 15 feet away from you by this point. As I see her approaching with uh, at least some bit of caution, I, I, yeah, she yes, does. I, I sit down to to try and and uh, reassure her. Mm-hmm. Look at you, you beautiful creature! Wow. She approaches you, and by this point, she's almost up to you. And she sits down, looking at you and just, like, trying to take in every bit of you. You feel her amazement as she studies your hand, 
going into your chest, looking you into your eyes. Extraordinary. What do I see when I when I look into her eyes? You can see amazement. And you can see how... Actually, roll an insight. So wisdom. Uh, Eleven. Eleven? Yeah, you can see the amazement and just pure, like, joy of excitement. And she doesn't seem to be harmful in any way. She just seemed to be taking in the situation. She continues. This is the first time I encounter such a beautiful creature. Beautiful. My name is Frulam. What is your name, friend? Yes, I am friend. Friend. Interesting. And I think I... I criticize myself because I know that I don't speak like they do in the books. And I've been reciting the books over and over and I... <laughs> I but I'm so amazed at having someone to talk to that I, that I forget about that. And I try to, I try to go back to, to the books and I try to go back to the, to the manner of speaking, to the, the order in which they put the words. And I try to, to, to remember the grammar of the, of the language. Mm-hmm. And I say, I'm sorry, Frulan, I do not have a name, but I am a friend. No worries about that. My apologies. I am sorry if I have offended you. Do not be. Do not be sorry that you found your way here. It's amazing. You can see how the three individuals starting to like peek out from behind the bush and you can see a some sort of like monstrous lizard-like humanoid. And you can also see two um, human figures as well. But they seemingly just sitting behind the bush, like peeking out, like observing the encounter. She continues. We'll find your name. Do not worry. We can be close friends, if you'd like. I would like that very much, Trulan. But I think you are mistaken. I am not beautiful. I am hideous. But you are beautiful. Oh, you do not see what I see. And if you are what I think you are, you can be as beautiful as you want to. Thank you, friend. Thank you. Can I now, can I stay with you? Of course. We're just about to get dinner starting. 
Maybe you want to join in? I would be honoured, my lady. My lady? My, my. Where did you get these manners? I've read books. Ah. Come. She reaches out her hand, awaiting you to grab it. Yeah, I take her hand and I stand up and I join her and her company for, for dinner. Sounds, yeah. yeah. They, as she leads you to the other side of the bush, the other ones are... You can actually roll an insight here as well, so roll a wisdom check. Uh, that's a 20, not a natural 20, but a 20. Ooh, that's good. Um, you feel like they are a bit more reserved, a bit on their guard. Mm -hmm. Like letting everything happen, they smile politely, but, but you feel the reservedness like coming from them. Mm. Not as warm and not as like, yeah, friendly as Frulam is. Mm. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I think that I, well, for one, I think that I, me, the un mm -hmm. yet unnamed creature, character. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure that this is real. I think that uh, Master may take this away at any time. Mm -hmm. And I will wake up to an even greater and even bigger world. Yep. But I do not think he will do so quite yet, because I still have so much more to learn. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I will learn from these. I will learn from Frulan, and I will learn from, from them. And we will be friends. That is... That is something that I've read about, but I've never felt. Mm -hmm. So I will, I will become friends with Frulan and, and her companions. Mm -hmm. And I will do what I can to try and reassure her friends that I am not dangerous. Mm -hmm. I will try and give them the, the, the tastiest things from, from, from the dinner and I will try and, and let them have the best uh, the best places to sleep mm -hmm. alright and as um, the dinner go by you get the taste of warm rabbit stew and it tastes amazing both the sweet from the carrot and like the the grainy texture of the actual rabbit everything is just amazing and it's a completely different experience from all the cold things that you've eaten before and i think that i spent spent some time really trying to examine this this new taste mm -hmm. uh, but me, Andreas, I know that you, Agnes, are a fan of sometimes mm -hmm. making a random roll to see how a character would, would react to certain things, sometimes. Yeah. yeah right? So I'm going to make a random yeah. roll to see if, in among my books, I've read about um, 
I've read about. Like, does this creature have have an opinion that is everything is here for me to explore, and I should explore it? And I or or ha- have I learned some empathy and and has has he learned about that and this thing with the ant that he has ended the ant's life? Um, mm-hmm. I want to see if if he if he uh, has been affected by that and started to learn empathy. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Because I can't really make a, a decision here, really. Add your wisdom modifier to the roll. Okay, so that's... If it's about empathy. Okay, so that's a total of 14. Yeah. I'd say that you probably have learned. You haven't, like, mastered it, mm. but, but you do know the feeling of life and mm. death and, and that that like it's some sort of sadness yeah. as you might have experienced when you kill the ant and yeah. when you do feel like the reservedness to be a bit imposing mm. um from the other three but you feel the warmth and the the, the empathy from from Frulam mm. as she like really indulged the situation of you being here and mm. like really mm. and I, get into and it. I mean I I know that my purpose of existing for existing is to explore so i will never i will never flinch on killing someone if i think that that will provide me with a new experience exactly or something uh but yeah. i won't take pleasure in it and i won't no. um and i will never do it in excess you know no, so exactly. so I, I, I thoroughly enjoy the warm taste of, of, of flesh and of rabbit uh, and the mm-hmm. texture of the meat. I, and, and uh, yeah, exactly. The warm sensation in my mouth that I have for the first time. Uh, I will relish in that and I will really, really, uh, yeah. But, but as soon as I feel that I've, I've experienced it and I've... I've yeah, as soon as I feel that I've thoroughly experienced it and learned from it, mm-hmm. I don't think I'll eat more. No, oh, that's fine. And eventually night falls and Frulam asks you, do you have a anywhere else you need to be or... Do you want to feel accompanied by us during the night? If you would allow me, my lady, I would be honored if I can join your company for the night. You shall. Of course. She gestures to the other three and they start building up a new tent, placing down a bedroll and 30 minutes gone by as you see her gesture towards the tent. This can be yours. And you're free to stay as long as you want to. We'll move a bit every day until we reach our goal. Right? Feel free to join us. I think we still have much to learn about each other. And I understand the 
the concept of trade and uh, and the concept of of an exchange and I and I nod and I say yes we will learn from each other yes yes but I fear I have little to teach one such as yourself I do not think that is true here we shall see shall we not we shall indeed for now Good night. Good night. And I go into the tent, but I do not go to sleep. I will sit and watch the fire, and I will sit and watch them the entire night. Mm-hmm. And you can see how most of them, or at least one of them, staying up. And uh, as they have stayed up for an hour or two, they go wake someone else up and seemingly watching the fire and the surroundings during the night. Do I need to sleep? Do I feel a need to sleep? Do I sleep other than just uh, uh, learning from my dreams or...? Not really. You you do like... You do like the sense of being unconscious just gathering your thoughts and the experiences that you've learned trying to just zone out so to say but you don't sleep per se it's more like a meditational state mm, okay yeah so I will I will just stay awake the entire night and I will watch them mm-hmm. and as morning dawns you eat breakfast together, small chatting for a bit, and they start picking up camp. Frulam says to you, we're heading south. I look up at the sun and I, I see it rising in the east, and then I turn to the south, and I point and I say, that way? Indeed. Huh. Huh. Do you care to join us? Once again, I, I would be honored to, my lady. I will gladly, gladly join you. Very well, then. I think I've been trying during the night. I've been trying to to try out other ways of intonation, other other ways of speaking, mm-hmm. and 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 having listened to her and to her companions during dinner, and while they were setting up the camp, different tones of voice, different accents, different you know, different ways, mm-hmm. just practicing. And. The mimicry is really starting to get to you. It takes about the first or second day until you perfected the mimicry of almost all of the four individuals. Oh, really? Like the resemblance of they, how they speak and how they like pronounce things and the accent and, and the pitch. Everything just seemingly replicates. 
Okay, just after a day, okay. Mm, after yeah. a day or two. And as you walk, I also try and and uh, walk like them. Try and uh, try different ways of walking. Try different styles. Yeah. And I I look at them and I think that yeah, I think as we as I talk mostly to Frulan uh, during this first day, I think that my speech more and more. Uh, becomes like her mm-hmm. and her way of speaking and, and and her choice of words and I think that I I try to I try to sound like her because if I sound like her maybe the other ones will will feel more safe mm-hmm. and you starting to realize that you don't need to roll for it but you starting to realize that the more and more you like mimic the sounds of the other people and impersonating the walks and so on, the more and more interest Fulam takes in you, the more and more fucked up scared and like <laughs> uncomfortable the other three get. <laughs> okay. Um, but it takes you, you, you like travel with them for almost two weeks or two ten days, rather, mm. as you seem seemingly have perfected the way that Frulam is acting. Mm. I, I, I try. I try not to do this too much in front of the others. I try to find ways of us walking like ahead of the others or behind the others. Probably behind the yeah. others. She takes interest in you and talking to you most of the time as the other three just leads the way, basically. Mm. And I think that that looks uh, like noticing her delight in my mimicry, mm-hmm. I, I do it even more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because I want to I please and her because I don't want them to turn me away. I want to learn from them and I need to learn from them. Yeah. But about two to ten days later, as you have almost seemingly perfected the way she sounds, she talks, she walks, you can feel a strong sensation within you of, like, how powerful and beautiful and perfect she is. And as you're sitting down in camp, just you and her. Your muscles start to wobble almost. The hands start shaking. You look into her and you can see excitement filling her eyes as she just says, Yes, focus can do it and as the muscles seemingly almost change the bone structure change the gray skin the slimy hue on top of it just dissipates into a warm tanned skin human like you look down on the the arms as 
the purple robes with golden linings starting to appear section by section. And as Frula Mondath smiles, looking upon you, the perfect replica of herself, she just says, There it is. I have the perfect job for you in Greenest at Marbleheim Manor. We must hurry. for listening to Dundice, Dungeons and Dice Appointments, your weekly D&D podcast releasing 5 a.m. Central European time every Wednesday. This episode was guested by Andreas Lundström, the host, producer, and the game master for Sweden Rolls. You'll find our friends from Sweden Rolls at every podcast player that you currently have available. Go ahead and check them out. The theme song is made by me, Agnes Rudbo, and additional sound effects are provided by freesfx.co.uk. We would also like to introduce our new partner, tabletopaudio.com, that has been providing us with most of the music for this episode.